Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Coaches Road podcast. This week, Derek and I are joined by Mikael Ström from Frölunda Göteborg. And this was a very unique opportunity to speak from someone from such a successful organization. And with Mikael, we talked about specifically the Frölunda pathway. Why is it so unique? How do they work with their players? What kind of environment do they want to create? And we also talk about the club philosophy and how it's actually possible that they are so consistent in their player development over years. Yes, Rick, it was really, really nice to talk with Mikael today and you know explore the, the pathway of such a historic club that I think is well known all over Europe. And you know, the the fact that they are so open and so willing to share their philosophy and, and hear others' philosophies, it's It's really nice to see that from such a, a unique club and such a great development club. And, you know, it goes to the theme that we talk about a lot today in the episode of just continuing to get better as a club and with their players and as coaches. So um, I think it's one that everyone will really enjoy. So let's not waste any more time here and let's get into it. So we would like to welcome welcome to the Coaches Road podcast today, Mikael Strom from Fulander Gothenburg. Uh, Mikael, how are you doing today and how's everything in Sweden? I'm really fine, thanks. Uh, nice to be here. Um, yeah, in Sweden we are um, we practice a lot and uh, we are continue to play games and uh, the sun is shining. So I think the most is really good here. Thanks. It's really important that everything is going back to normality that you can start with the games and that you continue to practice. And before we move into our main conversation, um, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners? Uh, what is your background and what is your current role in Folunda? Yeah, uh, I'm 44 years old now and I uh, have two, two kids, two boys and a wife. And um, I have uh, worked with, uh, with hockey uh, since uh, I think 20 years now. Uh, I started in front organization 2006 and uh, I started to be a youth manager and uh, now for the last uh, 10 years I've been a junior manager head of the junior programs um, before that I work uh, at the Swedish Ice Hockey uh, Federation Association uh, as a, a hockey consultant i work with the education program for for the um, the clubs the small clubs in in the gatenberg area uh, um, for three years before that so um, yeah it's a lot of sports um, i uh, play uh, golf uh, and i still play golf uh, and uh, of course ice hockey for a lot of years i was a goalie when i play for myself uh, tennis uh, i'm sailing uh, yeah soccer and so on and my kids right now they play handball uh, taekwondo uh, hockey uh, so there's a lot of sports in my life and i i love it um, but um, like i said 2006 i start here in Frölunda and i've been here for where it is five 15 16 years now and it's a um, it's a really i love my job uh, uh, every day is uh, unique and um, it's a lot of um, Uh, thing to do of course most outside uh, uh, eyes for me but uh, I also of course see a lot uh, games and, and practice when the teams are on ice yeah that's uh, yeah that's great and um, you know being at Philander for such a long time can you describe uh, the club's philosophy and, and kind of its ideals yeah it's a uh, Since Roger Runberg, uh, he's a head coach for the first team now. He started in Frölunda, I think, the season 2012-2013. When he came in in the club, it was a little bit uh, a new way for us. Um, he take uh, a lot of things from the, the his, he worked at the U20 team in Sweden before, so he take some philosophy with him when he comes to the club, and we we know that Roger should be here. Uh, one year before, so we started a lot of uh, project before it comes, and uh, uh, before that, I think 
uh, we have no not so important structure. We we have a good history, of course, long long history back for for a lot of years before I started here, but um, we change and the philosophy that the education program for young players should be even more um, better when Roger start here. And uh, we, we decided to play young players and we decided to play Swedish players and Gothenburg players, of course, in the team. And we put up a goal that 50% of the first team should be educated, education in the academy program. So that's a really big goal. And we also said that at least two, maybe three players from each uh, age should um, be in the first team after the junior program. So uh, I think that's a really important way to see that the academy is really important for the club. And uh, uh, we also said that uh, we should be a hard-working team. I think a lot of teams is hard-working team, but... It's important for us to every day work hard to be better. And we know that we have a lot of good teams around us in Sweden, of course, even outside Sweden. But we have to see what we should do in our way to be one of the best teams in, in Sweden, of course. It's uh, the big goal. And um, we also said it's important to, to talk to each other, not around each other. Every coaches, every person who works in Frölunda should have uh, talked to um, the person if they have some question, not to talk in, in outside the building or something. We have to discuss everything and everyone should know that we are not perfect. Uh, we always try to do our best, but we always know that we, of course, in the future can do everything a little bit better. So maybe... That's the philosophy, and uh, even that um, the players should be in the first room. Uh, the players is, is, of course, the most important for us, but there is no players, player who would be bigger than the club, of course, but, uh, but the players is really important for us. So we have to see every player's strength uh, and see how good they could be, because if Every player should be better. Of course, our team, our club should be better too. So that's the easy way to describe uh, our way from 2012 uh, from to until uh, now, this year. And uh, um, like I said, also, we always know that we can be better and better. And we are very interested to, interested to see uh, other teams practice, other teams play. And, uh, uh, of course, we maybe take something and, and see if we can do it a little bit better um, from our side. That's, that's really, really impressive, the, the road you took. And 50%, having 50% in the first team, that says a lot about how you, how you build that program and the path you provide for each player. And... Um, in each philosophy, there there need to be certain values. So, could you describe to us what are the club core values and what do they mean to to the uh, uh, Gothenburg organization? Yeah, um, I also have to say that it's important for us to, if we have really good players, uh, we send them away, maybe to North America, AHL, NHL and uh, wish them good luck and we follow them and uh, if it's also important then if they not uh, maybe stay maybe two three years and if they not have a new contract we will have them back to us because it's uh, even a really important way to have the 50 percent academy players because we also need back players it's when they are 23 24 years old and maybe help them one more time uh, to take another step in the career after junior the junior way um, but of course uh, our work send a lot of signal uh, of course in Gothenburg and uh, maybe outside Gothenburg I think and it's uh, of course good for Frölunda that we know that right now we have a way that we trust on and um, uh, we always 
feel that we do something right but like i said before we also know that we have to do everything a little bit better tomorrow because a lot of a lot of uh, uh, clubs uh, have a really good uh, development programs uh, maybe this is not the, the answer or the question but but um, we feel right now that we are in in a in a high level and uh, um, we also uh, see that the Gothenburg area uh, believes us uh, and they, they help us of course uh, we have a lot of sponsors outside companies who who trust the way we work on and uh, it's really important for us because we are a Gothenburg club and and uh, and also they know that <clears throat> we take care of the, the players and um, hopefully we have Gothenburg players even in the future who plays in the first team and I think even it's a really good signal for the youth team around us. In Gothenburg area, we have um, 16 uh, youth programs, um, youth clubs. And um, they also know that if, if, if we have a players who is, uh, have, a, have um, started a career in, in a small club outside Frölunda, we always uh, help them and we always said that Say say to them and say to other other uh, people that uh, we help the local club, and uh, they uh, growing up and see yes that's good for us and that's good for the hockey in Gothenburg. So um, I think uh, right now the situation is really good here. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's it's really impressive that you know in such a even though you view yourself as a high level club, you're still focused on the continuous improvement and the getting better every day. And I think that's such, such a powerful message. And, you know, I wanted to ask, um, you know, Fulander is a, it's a pretty well-known club here in Europe and it's, it's also seen as a very unique club that's really consistently successful at developing players. So what, what makes Fulander so unique and so successful for developing players? Um, here in Sweden? Oh, uh, that's not so easy because uh, I see uh, that there also is a lot of other clubs, but I think uh, right now we have a lot of um, uh, coaches and so on who's been here for a lot of years. Uh, Tobias is under 20 coach. He's been in the club for I think nine years now. And, uh, and um, Roger has been the first uh, head coach uh, for the first team since 2012, 2013. And he's still here and he has a contract for at least four year, years more. I think that's some unique that we believe that um, uh, our coaches uh, do a really good work. And uh, we don't think that if we lost the game, we have to fire a coach because that's not the way. We have to trust that everyone, uh, but we also said it's it's really tough to work here because we have a lot of uh, uh, discussion and we, like I said before, we are not uh, sitting uh, back on the on the chair and, and said that we we are the best because we always have to try to do everything a little bit better. Uh, and uh, I think one of the most unique thing is the of vice practice. We have a really hard off-axe practice. Uh, maybe everyone practice hard, but we practice off-axe every day, uh, at least uh, one times, but most of the days two times. Um, before every practice, we have off-axe practice at least one hour. And we have a, have a high level on it, and, and we have also a system that you have to be as a young player, maybe on a Cooper test 3000 meter, you have to run at 11.15 uh, to play in a first team. And we have a goal on that. And we have a system that, okay, if you run uh, 12 uh, minutes um, when you are 16 years old, you have to do it a little bit better because you know that <clears throat> you have to run 11.15 to play in our first team. So, uh, I think maybe that's uh, one way that we are really hard uh, to to um, have a system of, of ice. And uh, maybe uh, also one way is 
that uh, we help the young players now that of course every player see themselves they are in an individual player but we always send a signal that you have to do your your uh, team team uh, player better you have to do your friend better because we are a team sports um, uh, this young players it's not so easy to see that because they always try to be as best they could be for themselves and of course that's really good for us because if everyone have that uh, the teams are really good in in the in the end but it's still important to send signal that you you that you not can do everything for yourself you need a good group around you you need uh, 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 players uh, 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 on ice that maybe are better than you sometimes so so you can uh, practice hard to be then better uh, so I think uh, there is also a little bit um, way to see that you always need your your friends around you and you always try to do them better too that sounds like a very close and a very family environment that coaches have been working so long together there uh, for eight years and everyone is on the same page and the approach you take with asking the 15 year old players there's a way if you want to play in the first team you should you should try to aim to run for 11:50 and not for 12 minutes that just shows how how demanding that full on the path actually is and that's actually a very good transition to our next question we wanted to ask you how do you create such a demanding but at the same time a supportive environment um, of course, it's really important for us to support uh, the players, uh, and and um, every player is unique. And and uh, uh, I think today we have a lot of coaches, uh, and and uh, I think uh, the the coaches uh, have to work really close the players, uh, not not to be the best friend, but they have to to try to to understand how they think the players and um, uh, what uh, they have to put up the goal together and uh, that's important but of course uh, it's even important that the coaches have to mark the way and said we practice on this way and, and you have to believe it because uh, we before the the players start in the program, we have a lot of meetings with the players and with their parents, and said, "This is not our goal that that talk so much that you have you have to be here because it's more important that the players feel that I want to be here, uh, and I think that's important because if if we talk." every day that we are the best and, and we hope you will start here maybe uh, one year later we feel that we are not together so the important thing is that the players want to be here and uh, if they not want to be they should be <laughs> another place um, so so of course we have to work together the coaches have to work together with, with each other and uh, the defense coach and the forward coach and the goalie coach have to work together but we always have to work together with the players uh, and that's uh, not so easy every day uh, but we try and uh, I think uh, like everyone else the feedback is really important right now we have to sit down have a small meetings with everyone at least uh, sometimes a week but hopefully every day because um, it's uh, yeah, it's the way to to education the young players. They need feedback. They need talk. They need her that we believe on them. But we believe on everyone, and and that's the important for us. Uh, but the players have to feel that we believe on just them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And so, kind of going off of that, we we wanted to ask what. What role does you know failure and making mistakes either on the ice or um, off the ice? What what does that play in a player's development, and, and how do 
how do coaches kind of create that environment where players can feel safe to make mistakes and, and fail? Of course, we we have bad days too, and we if a players did a, do a mistake, we maybe not said the best word right there and then. But I think it's important that we we have to take it after or maybe the day after the game and sit down and see what's happened because we we have to uh, accept mistakes uh, as a young player uh, and I, I think we are quite good on that um, but we also have have a discussion with the players that if we do a mistake we have to learn about it and we have to do try to do better next time but we have like the history, we have a lot of uh, good defense players who is really good uh, with pucks. And of course, John Klingberg, Eric Carlson, uh, uh, they have to try and they have to do mistakes because if they not accept, if, if they not feel that we accept the mistakes, I think they not trust us and maybe they play a little bit easier. And uh, that's not the way because um, the philosophy in the club that we love players who's love to have the pack and, and, and uh, we have to handle the pack and we not have to throw it away because the philosophy is, is to, to, to take care of the pack every, every moment. And, and, uh, and we know that uh, it's, uh, it's quite easy to see the mistakes if the players like to have the pack because if they lost the pack is maybe a mistake. So uh, I think we are quite good to, to accept mistakes. And uh, I think the players feel that they they uh, could try and try again, and um, in the end maybe they they uh, are successful successful in that moment. Um, and I think it's always outside because uh, we have situation outside who's maybe not the best every day, but we try to to said to everyone that we are um, we are in Frölunda and uh, we are a really big club here in, in, in Gothenburg and we have a really really good history and maybe after the four CHL champions we have a really good place even in the Europe and we said that you have to take responsibility for for um, for our club and uh, also know that we will help them if if they do a mistake uh, on ice off ice but they have to trust on us and and if they do a mistake off ice they should come to us and tell them uh, maybe they uh, say something wrong uh, uh, about the club or a friend or something and maybe it's not so good of course but we have to say to them yes it's okay if you do it better next time and uh, we know that these young players, they, they maybe talk first and, and think after that. And uh, we try to help them. And uh, yeah, I think the right way. Uh, and uh, if they trust us on that and they know that they can do a mistake, but if they can do it better next time, they, they feel that it's okay for us. So uh, I think uh, we have... a. Uh, quite good uh, place to accept mistakes but also have a really high um, uh, it's important for us to learn about it yeah yeah I think it's a, a really good and really um, well put uh, approach and so you know kind of thinking more about the practice environment I know you mentioned that your their, your role is, is more off the ice but um, can you describe a little bit about what is necessary in your practice environment to create players that want the puck and can feel uh, and can play the game fast? Yeah, we practice a lot uh, on small area games. We practice a lot in small, uh, small parts of the ice in small groups. Uh, uh, and it's, I think it's important to take a quick uh, decision on ice. And um, of course, uh, one of the, the most important thing right now is to have a, a fast on, uh, on the ice. They have to, to skate a lot, uh, uh, starts and stops and so on. 
and uh, uh, change uh, uh, right, uh, change the, the way on the eyes. Uh, so maybe that's uh, one way. Uh, and we have a small ring here in front of the boy. It's um, a little bit smaller than one zone. So we practice a lot uh, on that place, of course. Uh, three against three, two against two. Uh, and uh, uh, in the school program in the morning, it's important for us to have the technique and, and uh, practice one against one. And in the afternoon, uh, a little bit more two against two, three against three. Uh, but a lot of things, it's small area games. And uh, we have a, not a rule, but we have an ID uh, even in the youth program that we not practice on full ice uh, before they are 15 years old. And uh, sometimes I know that the youth coaches practice on the big ice, but the most of the practice time is in the small area games. Uh, and uh, uh, of course, there's parents who said that hockey plays on full ice. Yes, we know that. Uh, it's not, not so, uh, not so uh, difficult to see. But uh, we think that this is the best way for the young players to, to be better in the future, to handle the situation on small area games, to, to have the eyes up uh, and uh, they have to uh, see around a lot. Where, where are the other players? Where are my team players? Where are, where are the away players? So uh, uh, they have to take a uh, fast decision on the ice and a quick decision. And, and uh, uh, we try to help them on that. Uh, and uh, we also, of course, have a, a video on every, every practice. And uh, then we have a short moment after the practice and maybe a short moment the next day to see how it um, uh, is on ice. And we sit down with the players and see, yeah, could we do this better? Uh, of course, the communication is really important on ice. Uh, that the players without puck have to to uh, talk and have to, yeah, I'm here. Please pass me or something. So, um, yeah, I think uh, that's that's our way to practice, and uh, it's three three important things for us. It's handle the puck in the team, uh, not throw it away. Uh, if we lost the puck, take it back. Uh, always. Uh, if you are um, uh, closest to the puck, it's not important if you are a D or a forward. You have to take it back. Try to take it back. Because we, we want the puck in our team, not in the away team. So uh, if you lost the puck, take it back. And then, and that's not so easy, but uh, um, if you are in, in, the, in the offense zone, uh, try as quick as possible take the puck uh, to the goal and hopefully in the goal. Uh, I know that it's quite easy and everyone wants to do that, but it's important that every player's forward defense, we have to take the puck to the goal and try to make a goal. Uh, it's not so difficult, but it is difficult, but the, the, the word is not so difficult. Um, so that's the three ways. And uh, after that, of course, skate hard every moment. If uh, you lost the puck, skate Backchecking is important for us. Every player should backcheck, uh, not even the, the, the closest. Everyone should to, to take their way home to, to the um, defense zone again. Um, so skate hard every time, uh, every practice, every game, skate hard. And uh, yeah, and we, we talk a lot about that. I think there's a very, very big reason why you are very big on small reg games. And you mentioned already your kind of hockey philosophy here. And does this help to develop uh, better decision makers? And we wanted to ask you at the same time, how does that help to develop naturally competitive players to play a lot of smaller games over the years? Yeah, you know, um, I think uh, also the most of the players like to play small area games because they 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 see that they are uh, close to puck and and uh, the most of the players like to have the puck, uh, but yeah. I'm not sure about uh, how it uh, for the players. 
but, but we see that they liked it, like it, and and we also see that a lot of players be better, and uh, of course that's important. And uh, we know that we had the same system in the in the junior program and the, in the the youth program still, and of course in in the first team that they recognize uh, the practice and they recognize how we play, and I think it's. Uh, Easy for us uh, if there's some uh, players uh, injured or something in the first team. It's easy to to pick up the junior players because they know everything when they come up to the first team. And of course, it's important for us because the head coach in the first team they they believe the junior coaches and they 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 know that they not should could they not should start from the beginning. They know that the players are prepared to play in the first team. Uh, and and uh, of course that's a good situation, and I feel that uh, the program is working. Yeah, and you know when when you guys um, when you're playing all these smaller games and everything like that, do you do you guys make them a competition? Like, are they within the team? Is it you know are you keeping score? And is there something on the line when you play these games? Yeah, uh, the competition is. Uh, always important um, every day we have to find a way to compete um, the players have to find their own way to compete to themselves because uh, if you have to you have to be better better and, and you have to find small ways to compete and, uh, and then they have to find small ways to compete to each other in shooting in, in passing in, in stick handling and uh, all nice off ice and uh, of course uh, to compete is really important for everyone, uh, but in the first to compete to themselves, uh, because we know in the younger 15, 16, 17 years, 17 years old, they are um, some are quicker, some are shooting harder, some are uh, running faster, some are stronger, and so on. Uh, so the most important thing to compete for themselves, and uh, and then to, of course compete together as a team. Uh, but every day we have to find some way to compete and uh, uh, have to love to compete. Of course, uh, we see also uh, maybe during a practice uh, they are not so happy to each other because they are, it's in a high level and, and uh, it's maybe, uh, maybe outside the box sometimes that they, they, they are not so happy and maybe angry to each other, but we have to to take care of that directly after the practice, that this is okay if you not uh, take it one step more. But it's, it's okay to be angry. Uh, it's, to, it, it's okay to, to uh, 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 feel that it's not, uh, I'm not happy when I lost uh, something. But after the practice, after a game, we always are a team and we have to discuss if there is something who is not good. Um, but we have a lot of, uh, as, as a big junior program in Sweden, we have a lot of good players who start the program and we are, um, it's our um, uh, responsibility to take care of everyone and the level is high even in the, even in the beginning. So um, I think it's important to love to compete because a lot of players when they start a program is a, as a youth star, they are the best in their own youth club. And uh, when they start here, when they are 17 years, 16 years old, they, everyone is good. And they see that, oh, I, I was really good last year in my club, but now it's everyone good. And that situation is not so easy in the beginning because uh, we have to sit down with everyone to say, this is important for you because one day you have a little bit better day, bad day, and the other guys, they still... Uh, working hard and it's good for you because it sends a signal for you that yes tomorrow I, I have to do my best again so um, yeah uh, the situation is good for the players I think but of course it's hard and a lot of um, meetings is important to sit down with everyone and said yeah everyone is okay and our goal is not that only you should be best our goal is that everyone should be best and um, I think it's that's the maybe hardest way for the coaches because 
like as especially as a young player everyone want to play everyone want to play a lot everyone want to play power play everyone want to play in the in the end of the games but we have a system and, and we said that it's not our uh, our goal to only help you it's we have to help everyone and uh, some days it's not so easy uh, to understand for the young players because they like i said before in the first situation they think they think on itself but like i said before we need we need everyone and uh, we also need everyone to be better that's a really for me it sounds that's a really holistic approach that you really focus on the team development that everyone inside the team gets better and to kind of to move forward we we have been listening to an interview from the hockey think tank with Tobias Johansson you mentioned already that he is your under 20 head coach and he said in the interview that you try to help the players to ask the coaches one question a day and we wanted to ask you what role does curiosity play in being a good hockey player and also what does role, what does the role of asking questions plays in being curious yeah uh, i think the first uh, thing is really important that the players should be forward not sit down and and uh, wait for the coach is coming uh, because uh, maybe some days we miss the player and uh, it's not uh, our goal but maybe it's happened and i think it's important that if you not understand everything uh, if you have a question you have to take a step forward and, and hello i'm here and i uh, wondering this or uh, i don't understand uh, uh, next uh, uh, practice or something uh, it's important that every player should be uh, their own coach uh, and uh, of course we will help them but uh, if you if you only sit down and wait maybe in the future something is uh, <laughs> maybe it's not coming so that's important and of course it's important for our coaches because the question is maybe uh, quite tough to answer and and uh, the coaches uh, have to be on their uh, on their step uh, on the feet every day and uh, on the toes every day so we said that there is no bad questions every question is important and and if you have a question please let us know because uh, we we do our best but we are not perfect so if there is a, a good question or maybe a tough question it's important for us uh, that every players take it and and uh, and believe that it's it's okay to, to have a question uh, so i think that's uh, one way to educate the player educate the player that uh, that they, they they still have to take the question and um, yeah it's a lot of different question of course uh, uh, i have a lot of question now uh, if they miss a school day maybe they come to me have you have you sent a signal to the school that we are practicing the first team always i have but you have to do it for yourself too because you have to to take responsibility for your own life it's not my goal to take responsibility for you i take responsibility for my and for me and my work and my family but i help you but that's a good question and and uh, maybe another question is that uh, uh, like i said before they're not happy about uh, the last game they're not happy uh, for they not play power play but uh, they have to tell the question to the coach and then the coaches have to answer the question and uh, have uh, some idea to to describe the situation that he feel and maybe sometimes we are not uh, uh, not we not see the situation in the same eyes but we have to understand that yeah the coaches take a decision and and uh, he has to to uh, describe it and, and say to the players that's that's my work to take a decision um yeah i think it's important um and i know that uh, martin darwin his under 18 coach and tobias they work a lot with the players on that way that uh, you have to take a question hopefully one question on the day yeah and i wanted to ask what about like the the reverse situation and and how 
how much and how often do coaches ask questions of their players? Yeah, uh, I think often. I think hope every day, uh, and uh, it's important to answer the question. It's important for the coaches to answer, and it, it's even important for the players to answer the question. And uh, some question you can take in in a locker room, and some question you have to take in in a in a meeting one against one. You said that. There are no bad questions, but especially when young players, they are maybe still feel a little bit uncomfortable. And how do you encourage them to ask questions and that it's okay to ask every question what you want to ask? I think uh, uh, in the beginning, uh, they, uh, they always uh, have easy questions. Uh, but uh, as long as you've been in the program, that more comfortable, uh, more, uh, more, um, they feel that we believe on them and they feel that we work together. So I think uh, the times is important to take, uh, take more difficult questions. And uh, in the beginning, they always take an easy question. So, uh, but like I said before, we have uh, coaches here now who works for a long time. And I think uh, the players knows that the club believes on the coaches and the club's beliefs uh, on the uh, on the players and maybe maybe they feel that yeah that's that's true and um, when they feel that that way it's easier to take more difficult questions yeah and so it's kind of switching gears here a little bit um you know n not everyone can be a part of your club and like you mentioned earlier there's certain certain kind of uh, guidelines for who can play on the, the first teams. And so what, what does it actually mean for a player to, to join your club and, and what are the expectations for that player? We have a meeting in the beginning and uh, uh, of course we, we said to everyone in a small meeting that this is not for everyone. Uh, we have a really good facilities in, in Frölunda as a Swedish club in the first. We have a, a really good history and we have a hard uh, uh, and high level on our work. And uh, this is not for everyone. Uh, and we know that a lot of players want to be here, but they can't. So it's important uh, for us to describe for the players that this is uh, really uh, important years. We work uh, with the players at least three years. The school program is three years. And we said that three years, yes, it's a long time when you start, but three years is not so long uh, because every day is, uh, they, the time is running up. And we said it's important to take care of every day and start from day one uh, on sc in school and in the, in the hockey program. Because we know that if you take care of every day, in three years, it's around 1,000 days, 1,000 days. Uh, we know that you are in a really high level after that. But then we will see, uh, are you in a, in a Swedish highest level or are you in a division one or something? That's, we don't know. But we know that if you take care of every day for, for, uh, for three years, you are in a really high level and you are really prepared for, for next step. Uh, but it's important to to talk about it, and it's important that the players feel that yes, and I am in the right in the right way, and I am in the right club, because uh, if you not feel that uh, they don't believe it, there is a lot of good clubs outside, and maybe it's better that they should be there. And uh, we have to take the responsibility for, for our way. And we also have to take responsibility for, for the players who's, who's been here. But we always see the players outside too, because you never know what's happened. Uh, we said we have a goal that if we, if we have to full up the under 20 team with one, two more players, uh, we, we, we have to take it or we try to take the players from the Gothenburg area 
And uh, I think the players outside see that uh, even if you play in a local club, we, we see them. And uh, I think it's a good signal too. But everyone knows that uh, in Frölunda there is a little bit better and, and there is a more, not easy way, but they have, we have more, uh, of course, uh, facilities and we have more coaches and so on who can help them. So, um, yeah, it's important to, to uh, take care of every day uh, for everyone. Yeah, you said when they go to high school, they get in your program 1,000 days. And we wanted to ask you, in those 1,000 days, how important is it for you guys to establish positive habits and how do you, how do you develop those, how do you install this, those positive, positive habits in your players when, because once they go to the pro team, those things, they, they are really, really crucial. It's really important, of course, and uh, we, uh, we do a lot of things off ice to, to build the team feeling. And, um, and uh, I think it's important to have fun every day. Uh, even if we compete a lot, we, we have to, to laugh and we have to, to uh, sit down and talk about something outside hockey because we we are we are a family here and we it's a lot of times together as you said we we uh, there is maybe more time together with us or uh, or uh, with other part of the families so it's really important to to feel that we we uh, have a good time together and uh, it's even important to send a signal if something is wrong Uh, because maybe you have a bad day or maybe something happened outside hockey, it's important for us to know it because we, we try to help them even outside hockey, of course. And uh, like I said, we are a family, so we have to work together and we have to, to, um, to help each other. Uh, and we also have to have uh, really fun together. It's really important. So we do a lot of drills outside and, and um, we... Uh, Like we, we travel a lot together and we, we try to, to do something when we come to the hotel and, and have a team meeting and say, is everything good? And uh, if there is something problem, we take it directly. Uh, try to take it directly. Uh, um, and uh, I think that we have uh, right now a good feeling uh, in every team and uh, they know that uh, it's okay to laugh. It's okay to, to, uh, to do... Uh, Uh, things together outside hockey uh, and uh, but it's still important that every day when we practice they have to do their best yeah i think that's that's really really powerful and really important and so you know kind of going back to the relationships that coaches have with their athletes um how important is a good relationship with coaches and athletes for the individual growth of the of the players and and how do coaches go about developing that relationship with their athletes of course it's really important uh, it's uh, not always so easy because uh, the coaches all, also uh, spread out the ice time ice time uh, during the games so of course that's a, that's a signal because if players have less uh, less ice times uh, than other it's 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 uh, clear it's it's a signal that yeah maybe he's not likes me but it's not the same way so uh, uh, i think it's really important there is really important but you have to work on it you have to work on it hard uh, a lot uh, because uh, it's not coming for themselves uh, for itself so you have to Yeah, like I said, you have to have some meetings. You have to put up the goals together. And I think it's really important to, to put up goals for three years, not for one week, not for two weeks. You have to put up long goals uh, and see, this is our goal together. When you finish the program three years away, uh, we have to see uh, in our eyes together and said, we do our best together. And if we have that feeling, that's that's okay. If we... If you started to say, yes, you don't believe me and I don't believe you, there's no good situation and, uh, and we have to talk about it directly. But most of the players right now, I think everyone, that we have a, 
really good situation with the players and the coaches. And um, yeah, of course, we have bad days, no problem. And we have to talk about it. Yeah, and um, once again, kind of switching gears here. Um, when you mentioned that, you know, coaches in your club, they're, they're there for a long time and they're, they're trusted and they believed in. And I wanted to know what the process was when a new coach comes into the club. Uh, what, what happens to kind of get them on, on board with the philosophy of the club? How do they, how do, what does it look like to get them connected with the other coaches and collaborating with the other coaches? And, and just kind of overall, how are they kind of brought into uh, the club and the environment? Yeah, I think uh, the normal way to to be uh, a coach for the junior program uh, now, uh, like I said, Tobias has been here for nine years now. But the normal way is to be an assistant coach, and and we work uh, the head coach work with the assistant coach and and, and learn them up and and uh, uh, learn them our philosophy and uh, philosophy and so on. Uh, it's the normal way. But of course, if uh, like Martin Dallin, we know him a lot of years before he started here. He was a father for a really good player, and uh, and we also he also worked at the Swedish Ice Hockey Federation before, so we have a lot of meetings with him. And uh, when uh, there was opportunity for us to to work together, we have a lot of meetings. He met Roger, and he sit down with Roger, and Roger talk about the, the philosophy. And Martin said, "Yes, I think this is the right way." He knows the philosophy, and yeah, I believe on it. And then uh, and then we start to work together. But the most normal way is to start as a, as an assistant coach and then go up. And uh, Tobias, he starts <laughs> his first year was a youth uh, youth coach, and then he go up to the under sixteen team, and he been there for I think four years. And then he he went to the under eighteen team, and I think it was maybe two or three years in the under eighteen, and now he's second year in the under twenty. So uh, it's a long process. Um, but uh, the most important is the club and, and the club philosophy and the coaches uh, have uh, to believe on it because if the coaches has another philosophy we, don't, we can't work together uh, the club philosophy is more important than everything yeah. because we believe on it so much that's I, I, I'm I believe very much in that if we take players' development path that from the point you're starting to play and the point where you become maybe a professional player takes 13 years or maybe even more. And the yeah. same road should be for a coach. It, it just can't happen overnight. There's a process until you get to a certain level. You need that certain environment and that club philosophy and everything around you. You need to people who guide you uh, on your way and how they do things in term uh, in order that you can take the next step for yourself and i wanted to ask you as a as a final question that um when 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 the players coming to high school and they have that three years um is there is there something is there any difference you expect from a player who is in the first year of the program program in comparison to the third year also in terms of leadership um, we have a, of course we the the older players is really important I don't know maybe uh, have a question but the, the older players has a really important role to to set up the the the, the rules for the younger players and uh, like now we have uh, the captain for the under 20 team last year he, he goes to college now but they haven't started yet uh, maybe something uh, in the in the end of september or beginning of october so he stays here right now he's um, born 2000 so he's not a junior player anymore but he still practice with us he still practice with the under 20 team because he's a really good guy and he sends signal to the younger players that but this is not the way. Uh, we have to practice in front of the way. We have to do it in front of the way. So he, he sent a really signal. And, and uh, of course, every player is important to take care of the younger players. And, and uh, 
not to take care of it uh, on the wrong way, uh, to take care of it in the right way. That um, go in in the gym, uh, practice hard. It's a good signal because the younger players say, wow, he practiced hard. I try to practice hard too. On ice, do the best. Off ice, be a good person. Um, and uh, that's really important. So the leadership from, from the older players is really important to the younger players. Maybe that was the question. Um, and uh, I also have a question. I also uh, have to say uh, the question before that we uh, we started uh, two years ago a coach program for uh, coaches in Gatineau area, and uh, they come in here. I think uh, one times a month, or maybe one times uh, two times a month sometimes, and we have uh, uh, like a coach school for them, and uh, we say that we practice on this way and they, they have our philosophy and it's 20 coaches. And of course it's good for us because we learn to, to know them. And uh, sometimes there's some coach in that position that we can take as assistant coach in the program. <clears throat> so we also work with a, with a program for coaches here in Gothenburg to uh, find new coaches in the future. I think that's important too. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's great, and I, I, you know, I think it's kind of a good place to to kind of end the discussion. If if it's okay with you, Mikael, I have one more final question for you. Um, of course. I, I wanted to ask what what is your favorite part about Flander? What what excites you the most every day going to work? <laughs> every day is unique, and I never know when I come to my work what's happened. So that's that's maybe the best for me. Uh, this, is, this is a lifestyle and uh, um, but I think the best is that we know our roles uh, to our sport director, uh, general manager uh, everyone knows the roles and we trust on each other and we have a lot of fun together and uh, we also if there is something we tell it directly that uh, yeah, maybe this was not the best decision. Maybe try another thing next time. But uh, I think I like that every day. Every day is unique. Uh, every day is not the best day, uh, but uh, you have to do it uh, even if you not like it because it's important to take care of everything. And if there is some problem, you have to find a way to to uh, to do it better. So uh, that's my. Uh, for personally, my my best uh, to to work uh, even in the future because I like it really much and uh, like I said I've been here for fifteen maybe sixteen years now and uh, it's a, a lot of years but I I also think that I have more to do here because uh, every day is unique and um, uh, yeah I, I try to be here for everyone I try to be here for the players. And if there is some problem, uh, hopefully they will come to me. Uh, and even if there is some good, they come to me. And uh, I also is here for every coaches and uh, help them and, and uh, do my best to to uh, do my work so good as I can, I, I can do. Yeah, well, I think that's a, a perfect place to end it. So thank you so much. I think I can speak for Rick here as well. That I, I, We think it's, it's great that you guys are so open and, and willing to share and so yeah, thank you for being here. Thank you for being um, so honest with us and, and sharing your kind of philosophy and, and the way it works in your club. Thank you for yourself. It was really a pleasure to, to be in your program and, uh, and the good work with, uh, with everything on your side. Thank you. Yeah, what a great conversation we just had with me, Gael, from Philander Gothenburg. And, you know, there's so much to take away from this episode, right? I think some of the, the more important things for me was, well, I'll start with this this quote that says, just talk to each other and not around each other. And I think that that really ties back into the environment they want to create, not just for their players, but also for their coaches and, and for their staff. You know, it's it's one of open communication, one of honesty, and, and one of, uh, one of, the focus is, is, is getting better and you can't get better if you talk around people, 
you don't tell them the truth, if you don't be honest with them and, and what they need for their development. And I think that also, you know, builds the trust with the players so that they're not afraid to fail. They're not afraid to try new things or to open the window, as we said in the episode. But, you know, it's, it's something that I found really unique is just the open and honest communication that they have in their club that, you know, just builds this really unique environment that I think Flunder is in. That's a very powerful quote overall because it just shows how growth-minded everyone is and actually how much in terms of in terms of what they try to do, they try to do get every day better. And it takes so much work and so much communication that there actually is the communication face-to-face, very personal. And it takes a lot of reflection. It takes a lot of time. And this, uh, the same thing is also they, they want to teach their players that they are growth-minded. I'm pretty sure already already when, when they start to play for Fulunda and under 10, but especially when they come to the under 20 team and to the high school, they tell them that everyone here is three years and in those three years, we're going to be growth-minded. It's going to be tough. We're going to challenge you. But at the same time, we will have a fun environment and we will have a very supportive environment for everyone here. And at the same time with this growth-minded, how they actually want to develop is that they want to encourage their players that they ask a lot of questions. If they have questions, they can go and they can let the persons know. Yeah, I think that that's, that's a huge thing as well. And it just ties back into the communication. And, you know, one other piece that I really liked about their club philosophy is, you know, that they're going to work hard every day and that they're going to get a little bit better tomorrow. And I think that, you know, it's such a common theme on our show is this idea of continuous learning. And you mentioned the reflecting that that takes and everything like that. And I think that that's, such a good philosophy to have at the club that, you know, we're not perfect either. And we have, we have steps to take and, you know, their goal of getting 50% of their first team to be Gothenburg players. I think that that is, it's a, a very ambitious goal. And I think that that's as a club, that's something really powerful to undertake and something that will really bring everybody together and, and give everyone something to strive for and something to work hard for. So I think that that's really great. Um, you know, talking a little bit about their, their practice environment that they create, I, I think it's really um, unique to, and, and something that you won't really see in a lot of clubs anywhere that they, you know, the majority of their practices are small area games. And if you think about the, the thing that Mikhail shared with us today about how under the age of 15, they don't have full ice practices. They, they just practice on small ice. And I think that that is so valuable in, in creating creative players, players that aren't, aren't afraid to try new things and to, to try to beat someone one-on-one or just try to try to be an overall faster player, not just being able to skate faster, but think faster and make decisions faster and everything like that. I think that that is something that is really, really cool about what they're doing in their practices. Yeah, and at the same time, this thing is transfers to the game, right? If you play until under 15 on the smaller games then if you even go if you have a game at the weekend under 15 or under 14 or whatever you go to the big ring and you have so much more time and space the decisions you you have less pressure because the rink is just bigger and just transfers to the game how it facilitates for the player from small eyes to big eyes and in terms of player development smaller games they're just so important and every player is saying that it's so much fun for them and at the same time I just find so fascinating that they are we talk now a lot about the environment but what kind of system they have they are very strict about their system and they follow their system is that they they want to make everyone better they don't want just to make one individual better they want to bring everyone they want to give everyone the chance to become a good player good human, good athlete. And maybe if you play in Fulunda, well, you're a pretty good player, but still you won't get that much ice time. Then you would get, then you would get in a different program. But on the other hand, if you're in Fulunda, you get quality coaching, quality education, and quality practices off and on ice. Yeah, and I think, you know, one of the 
the key pieces to to getting players to buy into that, especially you know once they get to the high school age or or older, that is that the key piece of you know you have a thousand days. We're going to be patient with you. We're going to give you the time that you need to develop, and we're going to invest in you as a player and and make sure that you know that we care about you and we care about your development. And I think that that shows in their coaches as well. You know, their coaches are there for a very long time. You know, Mikael mentioned it's a, it's a tough place to work because you you come in as an assistant coach and you develop as an assistant coach and then you, you stay in the club. You know, it's not just, hey, I'm going to go coach in Flunder for one or two years. It's, I'm going to go coach in Flunder for 10 to 20 years and I'm going to really be involved in the club and all the players that they develop. And I think that that is a key to their success with coaches and with players and just being patient and really investing in their development. And I think, you know, Rick, that might be, the big things for me, but like I mentioned, it's, it's such a powerful episode because there's everyone that listens can take away something else that's important. So, you know, I just want to ask if you have any final thoughts before we log out here. Mm, I have one more thing. It's for me, it's very, it's for me a very good approach. How they do it is that uh, when the players are coming to under 20, it's the first time where they have three different age groups and that the 30 players they have to take a lot of responsibility. They have to take a lot of leadership. They need to be the uh, They need to be the leading voice in the locker room, and they need to support the young players a lot. They need to help them. They need to be there for them, and they need to guide them. So they, at some point, they need to. So like it's written in in one book. It's um it's from the All Blacks. Leaders create leaders. I think it's a very, it's it it mirrors what they want to do there. Yeah, yeah, it does. And I think it's it just goes to show how much there is in this episode that, that people can take away and use in their own clubs and in their own teams and with their own coaching staff. So we really hope you guys enjoyed today's conversation with me, Kyle Strom. Um, do not forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook to stay up to date with the show. Our handle is at the Coaches Road. You can also send us an email. Our email is thecoachesroad at gmail.com. If you ever want to get in touch with us about the show or, or just about hockey or sports in general, we'd love to connect. So once again, thank you, and we hope you enjoyed, and we will see you guys next week. 